Welcome to Flicks, my name is Daniel Swan, this is episode 117 in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B dive back into the cool blue waters of the MCU with Captain Marvel. As a fan of Marvel films, I'm thrilled. As a fan of Brie Larson, I'm thrilled. As a straight white man who uses the internet, I'm disgusted. science fiction fantasy hasn't traditionally been a bubbling cauldron of interesting female storytelling. The vast majority of stories have been led by heroic, not so heroic, strong, weak, interesting and not so interesting characters who just so happen to be male. And even when those tables are turned and a woman gets top billing, she is a mere toy of men. Ellen Ripley, Princess Leia, Dana Scully, all women written by men. Only Sarah Connor bucks the trend a little bit by being created in a film that had a writing team which was one-third female. That's Terminator. Gail Ann Hurd being the, uh, the sole female voice in the room. Even when we get to the world of superheroes and what isn't in the world of superheroes lately, we see the trend continue. Catwoman, Elektra, Supergirl all the way back in 1984, even the largely awesome Wonder Woman film from 2017 were both written and directed by people who are definitively unwoman. And so into the conversation bursts Captain Marvel, a character who has benefited greatly from the emergence of female creators in the world of mass consumption entertainment. In the comics, she started as Ms. Marvel, or a character bearing her midriff or her thighs, depending on the costume. Uh, but she was promoted to full captain in 2012 with a new fully covered up far more practical and entirely more badass costume along with it, one that is spectacularly rendered in the movie we're talking about today. And speaking of the movie, it is the first with a female director, or at least one half of the directing team responsible for this film, who also directed, in an incredible change of scope, the excellent Ryan Gosling film Half Nelson. The duo, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, also contributed to the script, along with three other women. So this is a female character, almost exclusively marshalled by female voices. How innovative. Will it work? Will the lack of mansplaining marvel the film? Or will it be yet another resplendent feather in the cap tin of the MCU? I just didn't want to do... Do you know what I mean? Because Marvel was, could have been too easy. So I just... Yeah. Did it not work? Well, you don't include the word Marvel. You include the word Mar. Mar and Cap, yeah. Just to try and, you know... And not even in the right order. Why is it difficult? What would you have done? I would have given it more time and thought. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, to help me decide, is the super-powered pilot sol soldier alien... To my two-eyed desk jockey, Tiffany B. Tiffany B, in a spoiler-free fashion, could you let me know something? Could you let me know, what did you think of this film? I could. Thanks. Uh, so, that is... Uh, no. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I thought it was a good film. I enjoyed this film. I thought it was good. Have you felt underrepresented as an owner of ovaries 
um, in the past from the world of superheroes and, you know, big action-y kind of science fiction fantasy films? Yes. Have you felt the absence of... Yes. I would say there have been more examples in the recent past. Yes, it is. Um, you know, Moving Wonder towards... Wonder Woman, obviously, mm-hmm. um, really felt like the first yeah. lead. But there was also Mad Max. Yes, recently. your favourite film. Well, in terms I, of big, like, yeah. action-y films. Yeah. You bloody love that, didn't you? I did like that. Um, you know, a very strong female yeah. lead and sh- surrounded by a strong female mm-hmm. women. Female women. Female women. My um, favourite kind. Yes. So there have been more. Obviously, there is Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Um, and other characters. Mm-hmm. The Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. And... The, there were like those Black Panther warrior ladies. Yeah, the Dora Milaje. Yeah, so it's been Gamora. Gamora, yeah, who you love I really Gamora, like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's been more and more of late. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think that when I have seen them, I've I think it's more that it's more that I've noticed it when I see them rather than I've noticed it when I haven't seen yeah. them. You know, you see them in those roles and you're like oh wow yeah it's good to see a woman in this role yeah um and you realize how how underrepresented yeah i remember thinking that in uh star wars the last jedi when there's that little moment where princess leia is talking to admiral holdo uh, and they have a conversation before they get on the thing and it was uh, yeah a kind of moment of like oh wow so these are both like kind of military generals military leaders and they're both women isn't that weird and it felt very kind of strange and you know momentous mm. in a way and i don't know i guess if i'd given it a thought i would realize that the you know there weren't any representation and i mean sometimes i do get annoyed when you go to a superhero film and women are just you know yeah like damsels yeah then it's kind of like oh, okay yeah boring um sure. But yes, so yes, it was it was good to see another mm-hmm. uh, female-led superhero film, and I mm-hmm. think she did a very good job. Yes, who would be your MVP? I put. Uh oh. Annette Benning. Annette Benning, your favorite. Because I love her. Your your dream mum. Yeah. <laughs> if you could pick anyone <laughs> in the world, I'd pick Annette Benning. I think yeah. <laughs> I just think she's great. In yeah. this, and always. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in this, I think she's got such a small part, really. Yeah. But she makes such an impact. Yeah. Like, very easily and very quickly. She yeah. just has such personality, I yeah. feel like, on the screen. Yeah. Um, I just think she's great. So, yeah, I feel like she she's my MVP. Nice. Who's yours? Um, I went with an obvious choice. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah. Um, Because I love Brie Larson. You do, don't you? I think she's great. Yeah. Um, I remember when we saw her in Short Term 12. Yes. And I I don't think I'd ever seen her in anything before then. No. Maybe Scott Pilgrim. But that was only a small part. I didn't really, yeah. yeah. Um, And she was amazing in Short Term 12. And it was a really nice little film. And it was one of those really kind of nice, surprising films that you weren't expecting to be really good. And you're like, oh, God, I really like this film. And I really liked her. Yeah. It's one of those kind of first times you see somebody and they're really good. Mm. And you think, I might just be Keep a big fan of there. you. Yeah. <laughs> a big fan of you already. Um, 
and then continuing through uh, you know anything else that I've seen her in she showed up in Trainwreck uh, as her sister oh, yeah. Yeah. in just a very kind of normal part but did really well in that mm-hmm. and yeah I just think she's um, yeah really good yeah. and I think she was really good in this yeah. I think the the um, it's not I mean obviously it's a Marvel film it's an MCU film so I'm you know my aesthetic distance is wife thin zero zero practically um so i'm gonna love it regardless but uh yeah i th- I thought there were some some uh issues in terms of the i feel like it could have been a bit more kind of characterful mm. it was very kind of eventful but i think mm. it could have been a bit more characterful yeah. but i think she she i think she brought more character to it than the script did yeah, it was yeah, a, I think almost. That's fair. I mean, not in as as an extreme uh, uh, a way, but um, thinking the same thing with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that Rami Malek was kind of searching for more Better character to do. And was, yeah, yeah, the script wasn't really letting him fly yeah. fully. Yeah, um, and I kind of feel like this, a similar thing, not as not as severely as I say, but a similar thing with this. Yeah, she okay. yeah she kind of excelled. She went over and above. Yeah. Um, I think she was funny. I think she was, you warmed to her very well. And for, I mean, I don't know how tall she is. Alexa, how tall is Brie Larson? Brie Larson's five feet seven inches tall. Five foot seven. Okay, so she's not diminutive. No. But she's uh, she's not statuesque. No. But you, she, you got a real sense of strength from her, from her mm. kind of stance and her gait. Yeah. Um, so I think she did a real good job in terms of the physicality of the character as well. Yes. And in the fight bits, you really kind of, yeah. It seemed at least, obviously, you know, certain long shots, it was clear when this, like, someone starts. I always like that in films. Yeah, it's always the flips. It's always the flips. It's like a close-up. Oh, it's Brie Larson. And then she's punching and she's kicking and she's, like, spinning and whatever. And then it cuts to a long shot. And immediately she's backflipping off the walls or whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought she was yeah really really good and yeah. Um, yeah brought a lot to the film. Me too. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, in terms of the pantheon of the MCU, it is not one of the real kind of crown jewels. Mm. I would say, mm-hmm. um, even though it has some moments in it. Yeah. It has some moments in it that really stand up amongst. Any of the Marvel films, I think, yeah. in terms of air punching, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, it's um, yeah, it's not the best one. Not the best, um, but I mean, you know, not the best MCU film is hardly an insult. It's uh, it's a very high bar. It's like saying, you know, in in terms of Pixar films, it wasn't the strongest. Five stars. So uh, yeah, I, I would say definitely, definitely well worth a, a watch. And in in that same way as, I mean, maybe not so much as Black Panther, but in a similar way of Black Panther is like I feel like it's an important film. Yeah. Uh, more than it's a good film. Um. You disagree. I I guess I un- I don't disagree. I just think that's a bit of a shame, because that feels like we're gonna give you this because you're a girl. Yeah. And not because you, you're you as good as yeah. a guy. Mm. Well, we're going to give you this because you're black. Mm. And not because you're as good as the white actors. And yeah. I don't think that's true. No? No. Um, but I do agree that it's an important film. Yeah. I just think it's a... It's a, 
in that kind of you know march towards equity yes um i think this will hopefully be looked at as a you know an important stepping stone i'm sure it will yeah um good do you have anything else that you'd like to say uh not right now no no you wait wait for those spoilers are you Waiting for them spoilers to dive in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get straight to it then. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the film, go and see it. Very, very, very enjoyable film. Uh, lots of good stuff. Funny stuff. Yeah. With her and uh, old Nick Fury. Yeah. A de-aged Nick Fury. Um, fun stuff with the cat. The cat's great. Lots of little kind of nods and setups because obviously this is set in the 90s. So lots yep. of nods towards the 90s they hammer the soundtrack full of just 90s gems of good like a real 90s sandwich uh, and then lots of little kind of easter eggy things setting up yeah. things that that we already know about later on in the mcu um but yeah if you're leaving us at this point thank you very much for listening if you're sticking with us you have only a jingle's worth of time um to wait before we uh get stuck in um so let's have that jingle right now we're just about to spoil this film so i'm telling you it won't be groovy if you listen any further without watching the movie it's spoilers so here we are here we are we have left the desert of spoiler free and have entered the swamp of spoiler filled where we will be of course as ever using our patented 5.6 5.6 outcome rating system to delve into the nitty and indeed the gritty of Captain Marvel or Marvel, depending on your pronunciation. Uh, Tiffany B. Here's your point, will you? Here's your point, will you? I'm too old. I can't afford that de-aging technology that Sam Jackson's got. <laughs> um, sure. 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 Sure, sure, sure. That's what I'll do. Um, what I'll do, if you uh, are okay with it, is I will begin with a negative. Oh! That's where I'm going to begin. And the point is... Um, point is, guys. Here we go. <laughs> It's similar to what you were saying about the script, but I think um, more specifically my criticism is that the 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 use of the like memory loss for her mm-hmm. um, makes it really difficult to get a good sense of her character. Okay. Because it's like, if you don't know who you are, mm-hmm. how do I know who you are? Yes. And I think that that, that particular vehicle in the script was the one that meant um, that that we didn't really get to know her as well. Yes. Yeah. Like, who is she? Where does she come from? And all of that. Mm. I know the film spent a lot of time uncovering that. Yes. But as a result, she didn't really get to come into her own until much later in the film. Yeah. And I think if we had you know, got that out of the way more quickly or got a better sense of who she is now mm-hmm. because it just felt very much like she was, I don't know, a bit of a blank space. Yeah. You know, at the beginning, uh, a warrior, mm. which she was very good at. Yeah. But um, I think the script 
I think the yeah the script took away from the impact of the film a little bit okay. by using that memory loss thing because mm-hmm. it just meant that her character wasn't able to really figure itself out until quite later in the film. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a bit of a shame. So okay. I don't. I think it's it's the script and and as a result the kind of lack of not lack like not entire lack of character but the relative lack of character mm. um for her yeah which i think took away from it a little bit yeah because then you're like who is she mm. um and for some of the film i think you don't know the answer to that question yeah yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that i think it's um yeah it's an interesting way of going about things it's a different way of going about things which is is to be commended i think when we're on the you know 21st yeah. marvel film yeah just finding something that hasn't been done already and so i yeah i i I like that it's a a plot device that yeah means that it's you you, you're not getting to know who she yeah who she is until you know you've already you've already kind of latched onto it you've you've had your kind of first experience with with her and you're kind of you're making your decisions about her already so then when she changes and i think that that's difficult because like we like you were saying when we were talking about it before is the kind of central crux of it seemed to be the emotion yeah having the emotion of being a human yeah and you know going with your gut and not being as controlled yeah and the Cree are very much like you know you need to be controlled and you need to you know emotion is the enemy of a warrior or whatever yeah. Jude Law was chatting on about um but then, the, which I think would have been fine, but then because you're spending half the film with Veers yeah. as opposed to Carol Danvers. Yeah. And if if she is just this very kind of emotionless, you know, warrior. Yeah. The audience isn't going to latch onto her as quickly yeah. as you need her to. Yeah. Um, and she does have like a personality shining yeah. through. It's not like she's a robot. Yeah. But... She's still a little bit like you. You're lacking for information. Yeah. On who she is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think that is a bit of a shame. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with I that. I think it, it maybe is just a vehicle that goes on for too long. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or that there's something different they could have done there. I mm. think. Yeah. yeah, maybe if more of her memories had been uncovered, when she's going through that scroll kind of memory yeah. thing. Yeah. If yeah. more had been revealed to her as opposed to just being revealed to them, yeah, maybe we could have, yeah, yeah. So she's only being that little part of it is, mm. you know, just one action set piece is is her as you know Cree Captain Marvel, yeah, as opposed to you know human Captain Marvel, yeah, um, yeah, and that that kind of part about the emotion, like I think that that was good, but I felt like they didn't take that far enough, yeah. Like, and I think that could have helped mm. if they'd really shown that she couldn't, you know, that she was human yeah. and that she did have emotions and she mm. couldn't, you know, they only really showed her emotions in like frustration and anger and fighting. Yeah. But I think it would have been better if they'd also shown other parts of her emotion. Yeah. You know, like maybe missing kind of closeness with mm. family or like having that bond with someone. I will make a point. Go on. And I will jump on the Tiffany bandwagon. Oh. And go with the negative. That's Let's right. Let's hear it. That's right. It's the 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 rarest of rare turtle doves. 
is a, a negative about an MCU film. Um, slow start. Yeah. Slow start. And I, it was just something about... I mean, the very, very start was awesome. And I was really surprised with it and really excited about it. When you just had those, like, glimmers of... Because I didn't even know Annette Benning was in it. Yeah. You have those little glimmers of memory when she's having a nightmare or whatever. Yeah. And then you just see Annette Benning standing up there pointing a gun at someone. <laughs> What the fuck is this? It's amazing. Um, but then, yeah, her waking up, I, I think something about uh, like a kind of training fight. Yeah. There's just something very like Saturday morning cartoon about it. It just <laughs> seems a bit... I mean, it's been done. Yeah, it's been done Many a billion, a time. billion times. And I don't know. And then she goes to see the Supreme Intelligence I don't know. There was just a lot of like setup, yeah, and a lot of it kind of just threw you in there very quickly, yeah, and said, "Hey, here's who she is, and here's what's going on, and blah blah blah." And I just thought, yeah, it was up uh, until she meets up with Fury, and we start the kind of Danvers Fury double act buddy cop thing, yeah, which was great, yeah. Um, it. I just thought it was a bit. It was a bit slow and a bit. It took its time getting going. Yeah. Um, and I think it could have done with yeah, starting in a different place or I don't know, because I yeah. loved all that memory stuff. I I mean I love all kind of again it's that kind of uh, unreliable narrator thing. Yeah. When you're going through somebody's memories, but the memories aren't quite right and they aren't what they should be, and Annette Benning's there three times and yeah. little things like that. I love. Yeah. Um. But just, yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. It just felt very kind of sluggish. Yeah. And very, like, you were just waiting for it to get going. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, maybe a, a kind of a lack of real... Because at the start of one of these films, I feel like you need a real strong sense early on very quickly of who is this person at the beginning yeah because they're hopefully going to be someone different by the end yeah and we need to know who they are at the beginning yeah. to get a real quick early sense when you think of like iron man mm. at the beginning when he's in the in the truck with the with the soldiers and he's like just messing around with them about taking the pictures with them and throwing up the gang signs and being very kind of loose and yeah you know schmoozy you know who he is dr strange He's, you know, super cocky, super intelligent, like, trying different... You know, you get a real sense of who this guy is as well. Yeah. I mean, the first time we see uh, Black Widow in The Avengers. Yeah. When she's in that amazing, she's like... tied up. Tied up, and she's yeah. doing the interrogation thing because she's interrogating them and stuff. Like, you get a... Right, I know who this person is. Yeah. And I feel like it could have done better, especially in that first kind of action scene where they're... Yeah. It was all very just kind of murky and yeah. you didn't really know what was going on or who was going after who. Yeah. Or, I just think it could have done with a real, you know. Like a bit more of an impact. Yeah. Kind of. Even just like, I don't know, like Thor even, when they have that first fight on Jotunheim mm. and he kind of just charges in and he's just looking to beat everyone up and whatever. And you get, right, so this is a guy who's hot-headed, he loves yeah. to fight, this is who he is. But yeah, I feel like we didn't really get that so much with um, old Carol. No, unfortunately, not that same kind of 
just wallop a, yeah. of information. Just be bolder. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about being don't subtle. Don't have to warm us up. No, just We're give me warmed up. who is this? Who do you want us to know this person is at the beginning? Yeah. And then they're going to change over and be somebody else by by the end. Yeah. And that's great and that's fine, but just give me a, you know, hit yeah. me over the head with it. Yeah. Assume I'm stupid and that I really need things yeah. spelled out for me. And create a scene that just does that. Yeah. The, yeah. the whole purpose of that scene is just to let us know this is who she is at the beginning. Yeah. She's this kind of cold, emotionless killer because yeah. they, that's what they want us to, that's, that's yeah. what the crew want. Yeah. And then later on, she is warm, she's impulsive, and as she learned from Annette Benning, she wants to end wars. She doesn't want to, you know, win wars. Yeah. Or she doesn't want to destroy Be things. Be involved with them. Yeah. She just wants to end them. There's your, there's your journey. There's your yeah. kind of one to the other. And I feel like it didn't, it ended really strongly. Yeah. But it didn't, it, yeah, it didn't know who she was coming yeah. from. Which yeah. is in part, like you say. Similar to my point. Yeah. That kind of. She was a the little bit thing. blank at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. It should have been more clear, I think. Because she was like kind of cold, but then kind of jokey when they were on yeah. that like monorail thing or whatever. Yeah. And kind of this and kind of that. Yeah. Just give me... Just give lay, me it. A, lay give, it on me. Give me a two-dimensional character. Yeah. We can we can, we can we add can shades to her later on. Give me yeah. two dimensions. Yeah. Um, yeah. There we go. Okay. Couple of negatives. Wow, what a couple of neglet negative Nellies. Negative Neglies. Negativelins. Negative Neglies. Um, so I'm going to move on to a positive then. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Um, my positive is, uh, Brie Larson. Brie mode. Brie Larson. Um, yes, she, as you kind of mentioned, I Thank thought you. she was very good. She's very. Um, I don't know what the word is, but like charming, mm -hmm. you know, she's easily likable yes. in this film and, and all films, but mm -hmm. in this film, um, and you know, she's funny without being cocky. Yeah. Um, she's, she seems warm, mm -hmm. especially later on, especially when she meets like her friend and her daughter. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, her relationship with Nick Fury and I just, and I, you know, I think more than anything, you kind of mentioned it as well, the physical aspect yeah. of it. Like, you bought her as a warrior or a mm -hmm. fighter. And I know, you know, she's done a lot of work kind of yeah. building up to that. But it, I felt like it was really important. Yeah. It was like Wonder Woman, you yeah. know, where you believe you buy her as an Amazon yeah. kind of warrior woman. Mm -hmm. And even though Brie Larson's very different and, mm -hmm. like, much smaller, you still buy her as a tough woman. Yeah. Like... You buy her as like her past with being a pilot and like kind of fighting for yeah. that and always being up for a challenge or, mm. you know, wanting to push herself and mm. um on the yeah. scroll shit when she beats all the all those scrolls up with the like the things on her fists. Yeah. And you think, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get on board with She's that. She's got that kind of attitude yeah. of like I'll get this done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it comes across really well. Mm. Um, and I think she's believable as a warrior. And I, I mean, you know, yeah, I think she's warm at the end. I mm. think she's cool in mm -hmm. the cool parts. Yeah. Um, without being cheesy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's great. I yeah. think she's a great um, 
Captain Marvel. I yeah. think she was a great superhero yeah. character, and um, yeah, I really liked her. That's yeah, was very good. I think yeah, and to your last point of her being a great superhero, obviously a lot of the the final act is you know it's all CG and stuff, but I think it says a lot about how excited I am about her as a superhero is that in the little mid credits sting when she shows up and she's there with yeah. Captain America and Black Widow and Rhodey that I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's a proper like yeah she's a superhero she's, yeah and she seems like she fits in yeah. doesn't seem weird it's like yeah, yeah. she should be there. I mean if anything after you see what she's what yeah. she does to the Kree ships at the end you think like what's Black Widow gonna do yeah. really with her little electric sticks yeah it's not gonna you know come on well, you yeah, I mean, you more think that they need her. Yeah, they yeah. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Captain Marvel's here. Whew. Thanos, you're on in five, my friend. Yes. You're about to get your ass, your big old purple ass handed to you. Okay. That's right. <laughs> That's how I felt about it. Good. Yes. So I thought she was great. I really liked her. I think mm-hmm. she was a good, a good choice. Great choice. Yeah. Yeah. I. That's one of my points as well. Mm. Brie Larson, Brie, elevating the script. Yes. Um, yeah. Because I like the script your has point a point about being better than script. Has a, throw some tough things at her. Yeah. When she's, you know, when she after they play the little black box recording, yeah. and she has her big flashback, um, and then she runs out into the field, and they have, and she's like, I don't even know who I am. It's like, that's a tough yeah. <laughs> line to sell. Yeah. But she's, I think, a good enough actress that she does it. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, the, the physicality, she's really good. She's she's funny. She's very warm. Yeah. Um, you kind of, yeah, see her kind of humanity coming through when she gets onto Earth. And, um, yeah, yeah, I just think she's, she's great. Yeah. She continues to impress me thoroughly. Yeah. As an actor. Yeah. I look forward to seeing her in the next one. Oh, which is like a month and a half away. Oh, oh my goodness. So excited. We had the little trailer beforehand and it came up like April. I was like, wait a minute. We're in March. It's March already. Oh my God. There's only like six weeks to go. <laughs> um, yeah, she's great. So I would agree with that. And yes, Brie Larson. Woo. Thumbs up. What's your next point, Ben? My next point is um, the humour. Humour? Um, oh, is it the humour? I just always, I do enjoy that about these films, that they lean pretty heavily on that. And so, you know, if you're not, you know, unlike you kind of Star Wars or mm-hmm. other films, like if you're not there for the action yeah, or the kind of sci-fi-ness of it, there's something for you. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I just love humour anyway, generally. Mm-hmm. And I particularly love it when it cuts through, you know, yes. serious moments yeah. or whatever. Um, and I feel like this film had an abundance of mm-hmm. humour, um, largely driven by, I think, Nick Fury or mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson and the cat mm-hmm. um, and that Ben Mendelsohn. Mendelsohn, yeah. Like, yeah, all of that. And the kind of relationships between them all. Yeah. Really, really funny. And, yeah, a lot of character coming out through them. Yeah. Um, yeah, just very enjoyable. That kind of silly, mm. silliness with the cat, especially, you know, at the end where he's 
whatever what type of creature is he? A flurkin. A flurkin. And he has the, you know, he eats the tesseract and eats the people. And yeah. The thing with them being scared of cats. And yeah. Yeah. Just. And then Nick Fury, like, wielding the cat. Yeah. At the guys and yeah. he doesn't do anything. Yeah. And um, it goes to the thing. And you're like, what are you doing? But it's because it knows that that's Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Clever. 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 Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I mm. thought it was, um, it was fun. Funny. And funny, yes. Funny. And I think, I mean, I think Nick Fury's character is really good mm. because he does, you know, say the things that you, you were thinking because yeah. he's a human. So yeah. it's very like... What the hell is going He's on? He's kind of playing <laughs> the Martin Freeman role from Black Panther of yes. just the kind of the unwitting stooge who's dropped into all of this yeah. and is just looking around with wide eyes thinking, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah. What is going yeah. on? Yeah. And I think you need that. And yeah. To, he kind of, he has funny, you know, blockbuster girl or whatever he calls her. Yeah. And, you know, funny little bits that mm. um, just bring it. But I thought she also had a lot of humour. Yeah. And she did a really good job with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I, I enjoy the humour. I think that's always going to be a pro for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say the humour in general, but especially, which is my next point, um, and I mentioned it earlier, the kind of buddy cop dynamic yeah. betwixt um, Brie Larson and um, yeah Sam Jackson. Yeah. Um, I liked that, yeah, the, that he was... I think I think the film did a really good job of writing Nick Fury. Bearing in mind, this is a character that... This is, what did you look up earlier? This is the ninth yeah. film that we've seen Nick Fury in. Yeah. So we have a pretty good handle on who he is and the kind of character that he is. But then this says, hey, what was he like before all of this 13 craziness. years before the first time you saw yeah. him? When he's just a regular, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent as yeah. opposed to anybody who's in charge of anything. Um, and I think you, you do see... The Nick Fury, you de- you see shades of the Nick Fury that he will become. Yeah. Like you say, in his little quips, in his little blockbuster girl, and his you know yeah. little bits and pieces like that. But he's also far less in control. Yeah. He's far less cool. Yeah. He's far less savvy about all of these things. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really it's it adds. I didn't necessarily expect it to add a huge amount of color to the. Nick Fury character, no. but I think it did. Yeah, it gives you a much rounder a understanding of who he spent is. With him and yeah. yeah, and you can kind of appreciate more who he is now. Yeah, knowing who he was back then. Yeah, it's like wow, yeah. So he's really come a long way, and you know. Yeah. Um, and I think it also did a very good job of teasing out his eye injury. Yes, because <laughs> if that it, was funny, it felt like watching Amazing Spider-Man two and kind of waiting for Gwen Stacy to die. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, well, it's gonna happen. It's yeah. gonna happen. Is it? Oh, uh, I'm surprised they didn't have more things, you know, stuff just kind of whistling past his eye, or you know, <laughs> some kind of gunshot glancing yeah. off him, or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of humour with that as yeah. well. And then fun to think that in what is it? I think Winter Soldier, when he talks about uh, somebody asks him to trust them, and he says, "The last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye." Yeah. But he's talking about a cat. Yeah. He's talking about some weird alien cat monster. That's true. Who yeah. knew? Who knew? Amazing. Um, yeah, so all of that, I mean, all of that kind of stuff is, is catnip to me. I'm, yeah. yeah I'll eat it up. But I, yeah, I thought their, their dynamic, I thought that's when the film really kind of hit its stride. 
and that I almost kind of breathed a bit of a sigh of relief of like, oh, okay, this is yeah. really good. Because yeah. <laughs> it was it kind of took a while to get going, but then yeah. when it did get going, it's just in that kind of marvel, just effortless. It's the fun, it's the excitement, it's the, you know, it's everything working together. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. things being really serious and really heartfelt, but also things being silly and ridiculous. Yeah. And those two things kind of occupying the same space. Yeah. In a way that some other films, you know, seem to... Don't. Yeah. Like, take themselves more seriously. That's what we were talking about with Green Book. Yeah. Of, like, it, like, things can be really serious and then really funny. Yeah. And it doesn't diminish either of them. No. It kind of enhances them, if anything, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's what the kind of Marvel universe is built upon. And Trademark. that was, yeah, that was the most Marvelness that you could get. And it was great. Well done, Samuel L., and Brie. L. Uh, oh, God. Brie S. Brianne Sidoni de Solnier. <sighs> Good. Lovely. Glad I asked. Um, what's your next point, babe? Um, my next point is a minor one. Minor. Just a quick one. Just a little quick one. But, and perhaps a silly one, but I, I did enjoy... The 90s nostalgia Uh-oh. stuff. Again, there was a lot of humour from that. But, yes. I mean, I love the music, obviously. Hashtag TLC. Yeah. You were grooving when that came on. <laughs> there were a few, and I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. Finally, can a I... film I could get on board with. <laughs> can um... I pick the soundtrack for this up at RCA Records? <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was fun. And, you know, the grungy things with her wearing the grunge thing. Mm blockbuster video yeah. the dial up the internet, AOL th- yeah. like the waiting <laughs> that for the loading thing it's like building up this tension of like waiting for yeah. the thing and to she's like over. what's going on like it's what's loaded. happening it's yeah. loading yeah. um, how could it possibly go any faster yeah, than this the pager and yeah. you know all of that stuff I know it's silly and I'm sure people would say oh it's cheap yeah. cheap laughs or cheap yeah. you know thing but I, I enjoyed it yeah I think if you make the decision that you're going to set a film, a prequel in the 90s, yeah. I think you lean into yeah. it. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Because it's fun. And yeah. It's funny and it's silly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I liked the, I liked those parts. Mm. I'm sure that, like I say, others would be like, no, yeah, well, that's easy. Yeah. But I'm like, well, it's effective. Yeah. For me, anyway. Yeah. A cheap so, laugh is still a laugh, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I liked all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, thought it was funny to like look back in the yeah. not so distant past yeah it did make me think, feel old wow it was like oh my god all this retro stuff garbage oh my god when were they around it's like, i used to love that song <laughs> i didn't take it like that i just took it as a funny little look back but yeah just I, the I idea that it. the era in which we grew up is now like a retro kind of period piece yeah well, I'm fine with it. As long as we can keep referring to it, it's fine. As long as you keep on pl- pumping out TLC waterfalls. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, my next point will be um, a positive. Uh, and it will be uh, the ending. Mm. So the beginning... So I've kind of just gone through the film. The beginning, not so good. The middle with Hair and Fury, really good. Uh, and I thought the ending was really good as well, especially like when we were talking about kind of fist pumping moments, um, which I think Marvel does very well. Yeah. Um, 
and it was a bit from the trailer as well. There was kind of referenced in the trailer um, of her when she's talking to the Cree Supreme Intelligence and they drop in a bit of come as you are because why not? Yeah. Sure, it's the 90s. Um, and she's flashing through all her memories and she's flashing through. It's like, you're, you're human. You're, you know, you're nothing without us. And she remembers, hey, in all of these memories that I've got, everything that has been, that I, when I've been knocked down, when I've fallen, when I've whatever, when I have a antagonistic relationship with my dad, which was explored for all of yeah. half a shot, yeah. which was weird. So it says to me that there's some deleted scenes knocking around somewhere. Um, it, it's just about standing up. Yeah. Just something on. as simple as that. Again. Yeah. And the kind of the music swells and everything. And then that leading into just her going full super cyan kind of yeah. glowing and, you know, and having that awesome, she smashes through and you see her in the full Captain Marvel uniform with her eyes are glowing and her hair is up in that kind of cool, like her hair looks like flames. Like, yeah, this, and then she just blows everyone up. Yeah. And they play, I'm just a girl by no doubt. Cause again, nineties, but also, yeah, just th- th- having that fun. I mean, I d- there is a danger at the end. I think that she is slightly overpowered. Yeah. That nothing seems, she seems invulnerable to everything. And she's, you know, Yeah. but just having, just being able to beat up the rest of that team. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm absolutely, I'll give them that one. It. I'll give them that one. Yeah. And, and the fact that she, and again, this goes back to Brie Larson being awesome. But just having these little moments of her discovering her powers, discovering oh, yeah, what she can really do, likes that. and yeah. being really pleased, being really excited with them. Yeah. In that way that a lot of superhero films don't yeah. have. Well, and I love that she also wasn't a hundred percent. You know, she yeah. knocked over a few times, and yeah. you know, went a bit too hard, or like yeah. I just think that was great. She wasn't in control. Yeah. And she was finding it out and saving the day and having fun. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that that really, uh, just joyous. Yeah. Because, yes, in terms of drama, it can't all be fun. Yeah. But part of being a superhero would be really fun. You can fly. You can smash everything up. You can beat all these people who are trying to attack you. There's no big deal. And you can smash them and blow them up and, you know. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so that whole sequence for me was just awesome, just really, really enjoyable. Um, I just yeah, I do the the little chip in the back of her neck. I you do wish like that. that I I think yeah, it's good. I like that. But if that had been just referenced once right at the beginning, so that when she she realizes, oh shit, this isn't a thing that's been helping me. Yeah. Or whatever it's they told her, it's back. been holding me back. Yeah. And then you think back to the beginning of the film, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But I feel like they kind of, we saw it quite a few times yeah. affecting her. And so, I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, once you kind of smash through it, like, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Thank you very much, cool. Captain Marvel. And also, well done, Marvel, for... Making Annette Benning Captain Marvel. Like, Marvel. good lord. Obviously because it was a man. It was a, yeah, it was a dude. Yeah. Um, the the classic Captain Marvel is a man. It doesn't. And it's a real, like, woof. Yeah, Annette Benning. Why not? Fucking hell. Because she's the best. She's the best. She is the best. She's your Hollywood mum. I wish. Oof, that'd be great. In my dreams. In my dreams. Um, cool. 
I have my last point. May I share it? <sighs> yes. Um, my body is ready. So my last point. Point. <laughs> point. My last point. My last. My final point is that I really liked the twist of you know the what were they scrolls? The scrolls. Um, were you know not the bad guys. Yeah. I think. That kind of thing I usually am not on board with because I think it's a little sloppy, mm-hmm. a little lazy. Um, but in this film, I thought it was effective. And, you know, it kind of went in partnership with her discovering who she was, of course. Yeah. There's that whole kind of thing. But I thought it was very effective at doing that, of mm. like her suddenly seeing things aren't all that they seem. Yeah. You know, things can seem one way, but when you look past it you can learn more about it and things suddenly change a lot um and so yeah i liked it and i mean the yeah i've mentioned already that there was a lot of humor in the those characters and and the shape shifting in general is always fun i think yeah um the bit on the train yeah like it's just it's great very funny yeah um and very good but yeah so i guess it's it's the twist overall but those those scroll characters i think were really good and like you said earlier about like when they're reunited as a family yeah um i really like that and you get a sense of these kind of displaced people yeah um but there is also humor in them and there's also kind of yeah it's that thing of like being misunderstood yeah or misinterpreted and and not being given a chance to explain yeah or whatever Mm. um and so it's just about perception rather than reality. Mm. And um, yeah, I thought that was I thought it was really good. And like I say, normally I don't like it because I'm mm. like, well, choose are these bad guys or are these good guys? Yeah. But I liked the fact that it was like, like she'd been brainwashed. Yeah. To believe that they were bad guys. Yeah. But just scratching a little bit below the surface, mm. you see, well, no, not really. Yeah. And actually, the people you who were brainwashing you were the bad guys. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I like that twist. I thought it worked very well. Yeah. Um, kind of ended up creating this, like, team. Mm. Kind of an oddball team. Yeah, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, like, her friend and the cat and Nick Fury and the, the scroll. scroll guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of humour there and a mm. lot of, like, yeah, random oddball team mm. type thing. Um, which was fun. But yeah, so I think that, that twist was a good vehicle to get the, the, the script moving. Yeah. Um, and I, I wish it had come earlier, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. although I liked the part, obviously, the train.